Welcome to Gone Fishing, a show diving into the cybersecurity threats that surround our highly connected lives. Every human is different. Every person has unique vulnerabilities that expose them to potentially successful social engineering. On this show, we'll discuss human vulnerability and how it relates to unique individuals. I'm Connor Swam, CEO of FinSecurity, and welcome to Gone Fishing. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Gone Fishing. I'm your host, Connor, the CEO at Fin. I am joined once again by the president and CEO of Cloud Radio, Jeff Ferris. Jeff, how are you today? Doing great, Connor. Appreciate it. How are you? I'm doing well. I won't say great. amazing again. I'm doing well. <laughs> I'll, I'll add that to my vocabulary. I just got to calibrate, right? So great is really good. Like amazing is rare, right? But I'll, I'll, I, can, I can, every day can be amazing, right? So we had you on a previous episode talking about DNS, DNS security, and, and how MSPs should think about uh, them themselves and their clients and their role in, in keeping DNS secure. And today we're talking about automation. Automation seems mm-hmm. to be a huge buzzword. I mean, we just got back from IT Nation uh, and, and uh, you were there as well. And it seemed like everyone's talking about automation. There aren't, there's not only just more companies talking about automation, there's actually automation companies, companies that just do automations. So this brings me to a question that I get all the time and I'd love to ask you is what should be automated in an MSP's life or in the service delivery, however you'd like to define that? Well, everything, right? I mean, that's a simple answer, but it, the, the simple answer is everything. I mean, in the sense that automations are, are automations are the backbone of the MSP space, right? I mean, the RMM rolled out and that automated the data collection from a workstation and allowed basically some automation to be applied to the workstation, right? So, I mean, the, the RMM is that backbone. Automation is the backbone of the industry. And as it's progressed, additional things have been automated to make, you know, technicians, service staff more efficient uh, along, the, uh, along the way. Now, I'm not sure why, but somewhere along the line, that automation stopped. And, you know, PSAs, you know, the ConnectWise and Autotask of the world, they introduced workflows. And we got focused on automating some things on the technical side, but then for some reason we stopped. And with Cloud Radio, when we introduced that product five years ago, we started focusing on connecting the client uh, of an MSP directly to the tech stack. Because when you do that, you can really start automating to the nth degree, right? So if, if I have to submit a ticket to have an MSP perform a task that maybe is half automated or mostly automated, I still have a ticket that goes to that MSP, right? I still have a step in there that requires labor. When you connect automations directly to end users, when you connect your stack as an MSP directly to an end user, now what you have is almost total automation, right? If I need to provision a piece of software and the user asks for it and it's automatically provisioned without an MSP involved, that's automation, right? That's connected directly to the stack. Uh, if I, as a user, I can order something and have that order um, ready to go on the MSP side, you know, ready to, to, to purchase and deliver, you know, that's about as close to automation as you can get in today's current environment with, with uh, the MSP system. Now, if we can connect that stack up, we can take a lot of labor out of that and we can take automations all the way down. And what's interesting is Cloud Radio has been very good about provisioning automations on the client side. So we've got our own tools for automations 
Uh, we can integrate with Roost and Pia and other automation tools that are out there, uh, webhooks. We can drive a lot of automation to connect users directly to the tech stack. And when you do that, you get the benefits like an Amazon does, right? If you think about Amazon, we were just talking in, our, uh, in a previous episode about you know, the MSP being the UPS, right? Well, if you think about UPS, UPS is one part of Amazon stack, right? UPS, FedEx, USPS, those are all parts of Amazon stack, as are their servers, as are their tax calculations and all kinds of other tools they use. And when you order something from Amazon, you're touching multiple pieces of the Amazon stack in a way that is thoroughly automated. There is no person on the other end of Amazon, except the guy that delivers it, sitting there trying to connect systems together, right? There's not, they don't take your order from the web. They don't type it into the, the best um, uh, routing delivery system. They don't take and type in your updates as, you, uh, as your package is, is moved through the chain. Everything's automated. And we see with Amazon and AT&T and almost everything else that we deal with on a, on a daily basis uh, as consumers on the web is 100% automated or nearly 100% automated. And so labor is only used if it's the only resource that's available that's, that can solve that problem, like a delivery of a package, right? Or to, to basically work around a system that's failed, right? So if we, if we order something and it's not delivered, a lot of times we can use automation or we use a person to go do that. But progressively now, it's also handled by more AI as well, which is another form of automation, right? So um, automation, I think, is, is, the, is the reason MSPs exist. And it's also the reason that MSPs are going to get ready to go through a major change um, in the way that they interact with their clients. Is there, you'd mentioned in there that if we can connect everything the end user is doing to, uh, if we can aut- like give them access to the automation, if we can connect the end user to all those systems, uh, that we can, much more can be automated. There's a lot that we could continue doing. Are there any downsides in your mind to doing that or any risks uh, to connecting end users to all of those systems in such a way that they can access them? Not if it's done correctly. I mean, clearly you don't want to give them, you don't want to give them access rights to everything. So for example, um, with our Scout DNS integration, um, users can add, you know, block sites, um, uh, unblock sites. They can do that directly because we connected that user directly to the Scout DNS stack of that MSP, right? And that's a very powerful way to take that technician out of the way. So before a technician would have to process that ticket to block or unblock a site, they would have to process a request for a report to see which sites were blocked. They'd have to process the report to see which users were accessing that site. Um, And if all of that stuff can be provided in an automated way back to the end user, then that's automation. Right. I mean, that's automation kind of at the best because the user, the MSP is protecting their clients, but the the clients are also uh, able to see and interact with the stack directly in a way that's that's doesn't interfere with the MSP doing their job of keeping that that client safe. Got it. Is is there anything that you think should not be automated? Now, I always go back to basically what you what you had just said, which is for something that you need a human. Uh, currently to fill, such as delivering a package, like the last mile delivery. You know, we don't have drones flying everywhere just yet. Um, I go to like maintaining relationships. There's a lot you can do in terms of automating the data collection, the aggregation, and then even any of the sentiments or or conclusions that you should attempt to draw from what that data is trying to say. 
But when it comes to having a conversation with your client, conducting a QBR is like a pedantic example that I could think of right now. Uh, are right. there other things like that that I don't want to say they can't be automated, but should they be automated? So this is really interesting. So in talking to a, a, a large number of end users and then talking to MSPs, what was interesting about it is the MSPs thinks the relationship is better than it is. And so if you're sitting in front of a client for an hour talking about what you did for them over the last three months or six months, the MSP is going to come away from that going, I have a relationship with that client. I really, that client really likes me because they listen to me for an hour. If you talk to the client about that, they're going to say, I have no relationship with that MSP. I don't understand what he said. I don't, he didn't ask me any questions about myself, right? He just told me about himself. And he asked for a lot of things that he's, I can tell he's fishing for the next order to do the next thing. So they don't, there's a big disconnect in this thing that the more you talk to a client, the better relationship you have, right? Um, and what's fascinating to me is if you can automate as much as possible, then what you do is you free that MSP to go back and listen more because they don't need to talk. If the reports are covered like in our portal and in, in through Cloud Radio, if the reports are delivered in Cloud Radio, they don't need to tell the client about those reports. If things are happening automatically in the portal, they don't need to tell them about ticket volume because things are being resolved, right? The client wants, if you think about any relationships, what I like about this webinar, I like to talk about myself, right? I like to talk about what we're doing. Everybody's like that. And your clients are most like that. And when you sit down with a client and you ask them about their business, about where they want to go, about what their big concerns are, what keeps them up at night, you know, what they would, what they would do different if they started their business again, you know, what their exit strategy is. Those are things that the client wants to talk about. And in talking to the MSP about the MSP will learn where to take that business next with that client, right? If the, if the MSP is busy talking about himself or herself, it's really not that interesting to the client. And so you indulge in human behavior. It's a dating technique, right? You let them talk about themselves and from that talk, you derive those insights. And that's a relationship, right? That's a relationship the, 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 the end user, the client will appreciate and, and want to proceed with. I, uh, a friend of mine I had on the podcast, Alex Farley, who, who founded and then sold Lifecycle Insights. And he always said something. And it always stuck with me because it was funny is if you meet your client and your entire conversation is, look how many backups I back up. Look how many firewalls I firewalled. Look how many DNSs I DNS. It's like, doesn't really care about all that. They expect you to do all of those things anyway. What they want you to do is to help transform their business. And so it's not that you're backing up backups. It's you're providing business continuity in the event that X, Y, and Z event happens. And you can just go back to yesterday and not lose a day's worth of data. It's like the really interesting storytelling perspective. It's don't sell the thing that you do, sell the transformation to the business, uh, which is yeah, interesting. Alex and I have had some, we've had some Interesting discussions because for a long time, and we still do, we we talk about killing the QBR, right? Because we yeah. we hate the QBRs, but it's not really about talking. It's not the QBR we hate. It's the content of the QBRs we hate, right? We believe that MSPs should be talking to their clients on a regular basis, but I said so that's wrong. They should be listening to their clients on a regular basis, right? Most QBRs as they exist today are listening or talking to the clients on a regular basis, but not listening, right? I, right. I've talked to many MSPs like, oh, our format's really good. We have 45 minutes where we present, and then we have 15 minutes where they can ask questions about the presentation, right? That's not, that's not a listening QBR, right? That's not understanding where that business is going. That's helping the client understand where, what you did, right? 
Yeah. And, and a business review should be forward focused, not prior focused, not history focused. And to Alex's point, I mean, if, if Alex and I would actually sit down and talk more, we'd, we'd agree that the outcome is exactly the same, right? What we're trying to do at, at all steps is make sure the MSP is in a position to listen rather than just talk. Right. Or MSPs that want to start implementing automation, where should they start? What would be the ripest fruits, so to speak, uh, for them to pick off the tree? So there's lots of places to start. Um, PIA, Roost, um, and, and there's more automation tools coming on the market all the time. Those are great uh, places to start uh, for automating the back end side. But for anything that involves the end user, Cloud Radial is really about the only choice out there that ties together all these different tools in a way that allows automation at the client side. And again, it, it, there's so many tasks. And again, when you're managing cloud infrastructure, there's a lot of things that need to be automated just to make the technician more efficient and more consistent. Because again, it's not only about efficiency that you're trying to build, it's consistency and precision uh, that you're trying to build as well through automations. But from a client perspective, what you want to do is marry that client directly to your stack as an MSP and try to automate as much of that as possible. I, again, ideally, like Amazon, people are coming only coming to you to talk when they need something out of bounds, right? Uh, and those things have a lot of value too. But if you're just going to do the routine things, if you just have your password, you just need a password reset, or you just need to order uh, another laptop for an employee, or you just need to uh, install a piece of software or order another Office 365 license. Again, the more, if you can streamline that and make that a, a one minute or a 30 second interaction with the client, that's something the client's going to appreciate, right? That's something the client's going to appreciate more than having to go round and round with a ticket, hoping that it gets addressed over the weekend, right? Got it. That makes a ton of sense. For, for folks who wanted to learn more about you or more about Cloud Radio, where would you suggest they go? Uh, visit us at cloudradial.com. Um, and again, we've got a lot of different things we cover in the product. Automation is one piece of that. I mean, Cloud Radial is that unified client portal that brings it all together for an MSP. And, um, but again, to start automating that interaction, to start engaging clients in a better way. I mean, you started our website with a demo. That's the best way to do it. Awesome. For folks uh, who are watching or folks who are listening, we'll have links to all of that in the show notes so you can take a look uh, and connect with Jeff and connect with Cloud Radio. Uh, Jeff, this was a blast chatting with you. Thanks for for hopping on another episode and chatting with us. And uh, I hope you had a great time as well. I, I have, Connor. Thanks. And again, I love talking about myself, love talking about my company. So just like MSP clients, I'm I'm this has been a perfect, a perfect opportunity. Thanks very much. Anytime. Glad to offer it to you. Uh, and uh, glad to be here uh, for folks who have been listening or watching. Thanks for thanks for sticking around and uh, hanging out with us. And uh, we will be sure to see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to find out more about creating high quality security awareness training campaigns that engage employees and change their habits, then check out FinSecurity at phinsec.io or click the link in our show notes. Thanks for fishing with me. See you next time.